0: Hey, and welcome to Beyond Motherhood Radio. I am so honored to share this space with you. Here, we'll talk all things motherhood, parenting, relationships, mindset, child development, and tapping into your purpose, all to help you live your most aligned and best life. My name is Brittany, and I am married to my high school sweetheart, a mother to four children under the age of six, a certified parenting coach, and a former elementary school teacher turned stay-at-home mom. I am on a mission to help you raise amazing humans while living your purpose, and staying somewhat sane in the process. If you're ready to go beyond motherhood, let's jump in. Welcome to the first episode of season two of Beyond Motherhood Radio. What I've come to realize is that in the podcast space, there's so much flexibility in your show. For example, I just decided that we're now in season two and I don't really know what that means or if that really changes things, but here we are. I will say It feels really good to have a second season. When I started Beyond Motherhood Radio, it was after a long time of humming and hawing over when to start or how to start or even what to talk about. And now we have about 40 episodes and that's just crazy to me. One thing that I've learned about my... Erase that. One thing that I've learned about myself and podcasting is that it takes me a long time to make it all come together. I've gotten a little tiny bit better at this as I've gone along, but honestly, one of my goals for this season is to become more efficient with my actual behind-the-scenes things that I do for the show. That matters very little to you other than it's important for me to just say out loud and hold myself accountable, and I guess to give myself credit in how much this project has been a labor of love over the last year nearly a year of this podcast. I put the first show out there near the end of February 2023 and I tried it out and I quickly realized that I really do enjoy sharing this way. If you know me you know that I don't really like to be seen much and that's nothing about uh, my confidence level. I feel like I'm a pretty confident person and I've definitely grown grown in my confidence both in motherhood and in myself uh, over the past you know five six years but I just I'm I'm an introvert. I'm a homebody. I'm an introvert, which is why when I started my online wellness business five years ago, it came to a shock for so many people that were close to me because I had to step way outside my comfort zone and show myself to the world in order to grow my business and to find others to join me. It was definitely a learning curve, but I think it led me to be able to do this in this way because it feels like I have the ability here to share and connect with you, but I don't have to spend hours behind my phone. And to kind of put lots of parts of myself out there, if that makes sense. Kind of like in the online space, you're showing a lot of who you are aside from your business as well. And in this way, we don't really have to do all that. But I still am able to connect with you. So it's 2024. We made it. (laughs) We have successfully entered the new year. And I think back to 2000. Year 2000, Y2K, and I don't know about you, and I don't know why this memory is. So it resonates with me so much, and I think about it all the time. But I remember it was about 4 p.m. on the eve of the year of 2000, and I was sitting at Wendy's with my aunt and my cousin. We just finished the salad bar. You guys remember the salad bar in Wendy's? Oh, my gosh. I fell in love with salad bars when I went to Wendy's. And then the Pizza Hut salad bar, wow. I remember we didn't know what was going to happen when 2000 struck right i don't again i don't know if this was everybody's feeling or just mine no one knew if we were going to successfully make it to the year because there was supposed to be this catastrophic thing happening when the clock the calendars wouldn't know what to do the computers wouldn't know what to do but then my aunt said well it's already past midnight in australia so we'll be fine (laughs) and that was it we were fine did anyone else totally freak out about Y2K or remember it being a huge deal like I did? I don't know. Anyways, it is the new year and there's so much to reflect on. I am a reflector. If you've been here before, you know this. I know some of you are like me in this way, but also I'm sure some of you don't want to look back and you just want to look forward. And I get that. Either way is totally fine. But for me, reflection gives me areas to improve upon, ways to enhance myself, my parenting, my physical health my relationships all of it so yes i take the new year to do this there's something to be said about starting before the new year i definitely agree with that like why if you are ready to go gung ho ready to go on december 20th why not start then but i do think there's something to be said about using the new year as a catalyst and this may be an unpopular opinion but i don't think there's anything wrong with starting a new goal routine project etc on the new year with that said I like to not only reflect on the past year but I like to look forward to the year ahead as well. And one of the ways that I do this is by intention and goal setting and I create a word of the year and I create a vision board. And I'll share a little bit about how you can do those things today too. And I share these things because each of them have proven to be very successful in my own life. There is a little bit of woo woo manifesting in here again, but It's all part of the process. So I want to jump into intention setting and vision board creation. First, a vision board is an actual thing that you create. For the last several years, my boards have been digital, and then I print them out and I hang them where I'll see them. But the point is that it's a real thing that you really create. And I'll share exactly how to do that in a minute. But first, let's go to intention slash goal setting. I like to use those two words kind of interchangeably. Here's why I truly believe in setting goals and I don't adhere to the thought that you shouldn't have a goal because you'll obsess over them. That is something that's kind of been prevalent out there right now too is like no no reason to set a goal if it's going to just, you're just going to obsess over it and it's going to become your life. But to me, discipline is built when you do what you say you're going to do. And if you don't have a goal and you don't have something to work towards and you don't have an intention of how you want to live your life, you don't know where you're going. And you're kind of just making up these mile markers as you go, which is an okay way to do it if you're kind of like in a limbo time. But I really encourage you to look at those pieces of your life that you want to make improvements on, or you have a direction where you know you want to get to. You just don't know how to get there yet. And so with that, you set those small incremental goals along the way. But again, it starts with that intention and it starts with the goal because you're not going to get there if you don't have the discipline to get there. Does that all make sense? You are learning to respect yourself and your values and what you want to accomplish when you're doing this goal-setting process. I don't think there's any shame around that. And here's why goal-setting is really important. When we set goals, we're telling our subconscious that we're ready to take action towards something we desire to be, do, or have. When we set goals, we are telling our subconscious that we were ready to take action towards something we desire to be, do, or have. Goals are the catalyst for focused and consistent Forward motion. The key is to constantly assess, reevaluate, and identify necessary changes so that your goals aren't simply just words on paper. And so that's something you're going to do kind of throughout the year as you go through and you you need to make these changes and you're seeing where you should reevaluate, and you're like, mm, this might not be achievable in this quarter. This might not be realistic or timely as I put it, as I thought it would be in January. And I'll talk about those different words in just a minute. From here, you might consider more of what you want your year to look like. And I'm going to talk about SMART goals here. Have you ever heard of SMART goals? SMART goals is an acronym that we used a lot when I was a teacher. It's it's a way that you are able to uh, create your goals. The SMART goals stands for specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and timely. So specific means your focused, detailed, and well-defined goal. It's really, really, again, focused and detailed. It's exactly what you want to do. It has to be specific. Measurable means that with the defined criteria, you are able to track your progress toward achieving your objective. So say weight loss is a goal. You are able to definitely measure that criteria, right? You're able to see the weight or the inches come off um, and to see where you want to go with that achievable, you know, that's kind of speaks for itself, attainable. Are you able to lose as much weight, for example? Does that make sense in a healthy way? The next one is kind of similar, realistic. Within your grasp, is it reasonable? Is it relevant to your mission? So if you're looking to lose weight, what is your mission? Your, your overall mission here is to be healthy. So is your measurable and specific goal realistic within your time frame, which is t timely with a clearly defined timeline that includes a start and an end date this the goal of this is to kind of generate a sense of urgency here so you're not just sitting there twiddling your thumbs hoping that it's going to happen you are timely and you're working toward that smart goal i was looking back at the vision boards that i created over the last four years while i was prepping for this episode and wow what a difference my goals have been in just four years in 2020, I was really focused on chasing the shiny objects and the accolades. I really wanted to be recognized for my work and efforts in the online coaching space. My word for that year was intentional, and I wanted to wake up really early, and I wanted to do all my business to-dos and check on all the boxes every single day, and it was a year. I was intentional in hitting, hitting these markers for myself, but not intentional in other areas that showed up and, and race up. It was a year. I was intentional in hitting these markers for myself, but I was not intentional in other areas that mattered. And sometimes this is why looking back is so important. You can see the goals that you achieved and the mistakes that you may have made. My 2021 word was align. I wanted more flow in areas of business life and my personal life. I wanted them to kind of uh, feel a little bit more balanced, to have a little bit more harmony. I was aligned in this and I checked off many boxes on my vision board that year. It was a year of figuring out things with three kids and an online business that was built from ground zero. So I feel like that year was a success. I was able to find some harmony uh, and hone in on what really mattered. My 2022 vision board was jam-packed, like full-on every corner with pictures that were tiny, little tiny words here and there. I had big goals this year and my word... For that year was B. And looking back, I just jammed too much on my board. I don't know how I was supposed to be when I had all of these things that I was working towards. Again, a good thing to look back on. Vision boards don't have to disappear year after year. They can continue. If you don't feel like you successfully reached your highest potential in a particular area, add that to next year's vision board. In 2022, I honestly achieved a lot that year, including our fourth and final baby. Without knowing the extent to which this baby would shift me, I also had no idea that my goals seemed silly and unnecessary when put into perspective. And I'm not going to get into the details of that. But again, that jammed packed vision board just seemed like it was, mm, it didn't align. It didn't fit with what we were trying to work toward in our home and with our family in 2022. When our new baby came along in 2023, my word of the year was again intentional. And I didn't even remember that it was also my word in 2020. It's just ironic. But this past year was much more intentional than 2020. So I'm all I'm kind of glad that I was able to redo that word, if you will. I focused on a few pieces of my life, aligned my needle moving life impacting goals with the reality of my family. And I just made it happen. Uh, podcast, my first marathon, my first Ironman experience, family, 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 family time, less social media, like a lot of less social media, a lot less social media, some parenting coaching work, hosting a parenting workshop, getting a new job at the school that my kids are at, and just a lot of intention happened in 2023. And I'm actually really proud of my work this past year. I want to share my steps for making a vision board so that you can make one too if you wish. For me, this is not just a single sit-down session, although it very well could be for you if you're a quicker worker. I just take more time to process things if you don't already know that. But for me... It's a few-day process, and here's how I do it. First, I open the notes section in my computer or my phone, and I just jot down some ideas. I like to put things that I know are already on my calendar or I already have as part of my vision and part of my goals. Um, For example, if I've already signed up for a race or an event, I will definitely put that down. This part is kind of messy, to be honest. It's big and small things. It's comprised of both feelings and things. So if I want to feel peace, then I'll write that word down. I just know I want that part of my board. In years past, not in 2023, however, I've broken down my my list into sections like fitness, home, family, business, financial, things like that so that I have a focus on each of those sections of my life and then I can put uh, words, events, or pictures within those different uh, different sections. This helps me to prioritize, but also in years past, I have loaded too much into each area. So if you're thinking about doing it this way, then maybe stick with like two or three goals for each section. Don't overwhelm yourself before the year even starts. I will come back to this list a couple of times over the course of the week, and it allows me to really consider what I actually desire. Before I create my board, I always pick a word of the year, kind of like I talked about previously. And it's funny because I usually meditate on the word and it literally pops up in my mind's eye. And when I put it at the top of my evolving list of goals, the word always matches well with my list. So I really love this part of the process. And if you don't feel like creating a vision board this year, I do encourage you to think of like what you want your word to be. And one thing that I do to keep my word of the year top of mind th- throughout the entire year is I create a phone background with that word on it. And it's th- the background of my phone. I know a lot of people, if you use a computer all the time, it's the background of their, of their computers. Something that keeps you accountable to that word. So when you're ready to create your vision board, open up canva.com. And if you've never used Canva, I highly recommend it. It's a website that allows you to create anything from business cards to Facebook covers to holiday cards to flyers and pretty much everything in between. There's a free version that has everything you could possibly need and it's an awesome resource. So open up the poster template or type in vision board in the search bar across the top of the screen. There are so many options. On the left-hand side, you'll see options for images, so you can find the stock images that match your goal, or you can upload your own, either from your computer or your phone. There are text features and there are formatting options. It's a really great resource. I hope you decide to try out this process this year, and I'd love to hear how it goes for you. I know a lot of you who are already in my sphere have thought about vision boarding before or wanted to or have done it. And I encourage you to do it because it's a really cool process for you and it gives you some time to think about you. Um, so Christmas just ended and I had a magical time. I hope you guys did too. Um, family was together. It was a great experience. My kids are at a really fun age for Christmas. I, I talked a lot about what our Christmas experience of looks like in our previous episode. There's just a lot of stuff, which kind of is overwhelming, but we did a really good job of keeping it kind of manageable, if that's the correct word. I wanted to share some of the gifts that we love so far so that you could use them in your next gift-giving session. My kids have been on school vacation for two whole weeks, and because we in my area, we had a crazy windstorm, statewide power outages, flooding, Holy cow, it was a mess. But because of that, they missed two additional school days. So we've had a lot of time to figure out what toys we love and what we're playing with so far. I have two things. Um, the best family gift that we got for the kids is a Tony. And I I probably assume that if you have kids, you have heard of a Tony box. I chose two Tonys specific to each kid based on their interests And they have literally used this almost every single day for a very long time each day. I got a starter pack, which I think you can find just on the Tony website. So it comes with the Tony box, and then it comes with like six Tonys, and it's just a way to save some money on the Tonys. Each Tony, I think, has about an hour of content already loaded. We also got a Creative Tony, and the Creative Tony is really neat because there's free content on the Tony app that you can upload to the little Tony piece. If you're not following along, (laughs) look up Tonys and you'll figure out what I'm talking about. But there's a little, kind of like a little man that sits on top of the Tony box. And the Creative one is really neat that you can add your own content. You can also record. So currently, as I'm recording this podcast, uh, my son Mason is reading a Magic Treehouse book and recording himself to add to the Tony. So that's pretty cool. I really loved it so far. Um, I knew that this would be a big hit for our our kids because they're always listening to books on Audible or Pandora in the car, and Alexa's always playing a song. So I knew it would be a good hit, a big hit. I knew it would be a big hit for them. Uh, And so far, so good. So a family favorite gift that we got was a set of four vintage games that are in these books. So the idea is that you're putting books on a shelf, but when you pull the book off the shelf, it's actually a board game. And I really don't know how to explain it other than that, but I will share the link in the show notes here. And the cool thing is it's a it's a series. So it's like a, a full set of all different types of games. And so we got four from my parents and ideally we're gonna add to that collection as we go, like each Christmas or whatever. But we got Candyland, Yahtzee, Chess, and um, sorry, and we've played those games multiple times already, and they just kind of sit on the shelf. So these are these are really neat because they look nice on your shelf, but they're really accessible to your family and your kids. I asked my husband what his favorite gift was, and he said, watching the kids open their gifts. <laughs> Honestly, I think it was probably his Blackstone grill. Uh, he loves to cook and is excited to get creative on that the flat grill. He has another grill, but uh, I think this will be really neat for him. Um, my favorite gift was also watching the kids open their gifts, but honestly, I love to wear athletic clothing. And so my husband got me a gift card to our athletic store here in town, which I am excited to, to take some time to go do. Um, it's hard for me to buy really quality athletic clothes. Uh, and I don't know if you guys can, can <laughs> connect with that too, but it's hard for me to buy them, but I wear them all the time. So it's always worth the purchase, but it's, hard to actually spend the money to do that. So if it's on a gift card, I feel good about it. (laughs) All right. I hope you all had a wonderful holiday season. I hope you're welcoming 2024 with open arms, open hearts. And I can't wait to connect more with you in season two of Beyond Motherhood Radio. With that, I hope you have a wonderful week. Take care. Hey, thanks for tuning in today. I hope you love this episode. And if you did, would you please share it with another mom friend? We cannot support each other enough these days. And perhaps sharing this podcast will bring some light to someone else in your life. Feel free to leave a rating and review so we can continue to have these important parenting conversations together. With that, I'll see you next time. Take care.